Good morning, little prince and princesses. This is Oprah Trade at Little Princess Talk Time. This is Monday, September the 21st, 2020. And I hope you guys had a nice weekend. And this morning, first, I didn't have the... For those of you who don't know, we are also simulated trading Ford. I didn't have what the option had uh, advanced to. So Friday, it closed at 722. Um, we got in in a strike price of 550. And the expiration on that strike price is January 2022. We paid $2.18. Cent, which means that you multiply that by a hundred. We pay if you bought it, you would pay approximately $218 for that option. In that option is a hundred shares. So we wanted now we want to figure out how much we've made from that hundred shares. So the new the ask price for the option as of this day is two two dollars and fifty-two cents. And the bid price is two forty. And if you guys, if you remember the the, the thing, the um, podcast that what we talked about asking bid price, you want when you're buying or purchasing an option, you want to get somewhere in between those two prices. And if you're selling the option, you 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 sell it at the ask price. So the ask price today is two fifty two. Subtract that from two eighteen. We have point three four, which is thirty four cents. Multiply that by a hundred. We up thirty four dollars. Now, if you had ten of those options, you would have three hundred and forty dollars for uh, each option. Okay. So since we just have one, it's um, thirty four dollars. We up thirty four dollars. So we're still in the trade. Um, the, we have a bullish candlestick from Friday, so we still it's still bullish. So basically, Ford is at 722, and we're going to continue it up. We're not getting out until we get a signal that tells us to get out. So that means if it crosses the 50-day moving average, we'll get out. And if you guys want to change that to a short-term moving average, then you let me know. Uh, but, um, that's all on Ford for today. We will talk about Ford again at the end of the week. We'll see how it does this week and we will continue. Okay. Little princess. I went in on that. I'm going to talk about NASDAQ today. Basically I went in on NASDAQ on Friday morning around nine 30, somewhere between nine 25 and nine 30 and looking at the EUR and USD, I trade. I try to trade the most traded uh, currency pair. So it's the most cur- traded currency pair is EUR USD. And so I looked at it, looked at the charting, looked at the monetary policies, and when I looked at it, and I said, okay, so this is in an uptrend. So when I got in, okay, so what? Uh, what the platform says is, and you have to remember your position. I'm, this is going to be a funny story, so don't laugh too hard. All right, so I got in. I said, okay, so I'm going to buy. Uh, I'm going to buy. So the buy, when you buy USDR, you click on the blue. So I clicked on the blue at 1.18. 
six zero i think so i said is it going to be at the end of this trade is it going to be greater than 1.1860 and i said yes okay because that's what it looked like and then i got in and immediately immediately i when i say immediately immediately it dropped to the bottom <laughs> so it had been trading between one point one eight three four and one point eight six zero. So when I got in, it was up at one point eight six zero. It was near that, and so I'm saying okay. And I said so, thinking that it's going to continue that way, which it didn't. It immediately dropped all the way down to one one point one eight three. And I'm like, oh, my God. So then I'm thinking, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? So you can buy a call, and that's what I bought. So I said, it kept going down so far that I said, hmm, at some point I need to buy a put because they offset each other. So there are different type of uh, option strategy trades. And I'm going to tell you a little bit about them. I usually don't do advanced options trading. I don't particularly like to do them. But I'm going to tell you so that you can do some research yourself. And so that you can play around with it. So what I did was it eventually went back up to 1.186. When it did, I bought a put. So I said, I'm going to balance this thing out. And I bought the put at, well, no, I must have bought the, uh, the, um, I must have bought the call at 1.1840 because then when I went back in, when it got up to 1.86 something, I bought a put at one, well, they cleared me with the put at 1.1860. And so for a long time, and this was around about, 1030 not 10, yeah about 1015 it was about 1015 so I had like 45 more minutes left in the trade and I'm like well this thing goes up and down so fast by the time 11 o'clock come I won't be able to you know I don't know if it's going to be back down at the bottom it's what I'm thinking so I said oh what are you gonna do I'm like okay so I'm gonna buy this put up at the top so I bought the put at at like I said 1.1860 and then I I I had purchased the call at 1.840. And so so you had a 20 20 point difference. And for a long time, it just stayed there. It it couldn't go up. It couldn't go down. It go up. It go down. It it wouldn't go up past the put. And it wouldn't go. It wouldn't go up. It wouldn't go. It wouldn't go up past the call. And it wouldn't go up past the put. So I'm like, oh my goodness. So it just stuck there for like 35 minutes. Nope, not 30. I didn't have a 45 minute. It's yeah, but 35 minutes. And then all of a sudden it made its way all the way down for a second and then it went all the way back up. So with these options, you can click and and you can click and get yourself out of the position early if you want to. So I'm trying to figure out this is why I want you to go to the flat platform and learn how to use it so i'm trying to figure out how in the world am i gonna click out of here because when i clicked on it to try to get it to close out it tried to purchase me something else and i'm like no nah, i don't want to purchase i want to get out of this position 
And so when I finally figured out that you need to go back to the position and do the opposite, because that's what you have to do. You have, that's why I said you have to remember what you got in at. And I'm like, oh, when I finally remembered to do it and I clicked on it, the thing froze. The app froze and I couldn't get out of the position. And I'm like, this is crazy. So anyway, at the time that I got ready to click out, I was up $157. (laughs) So I said, okay, so we only got about 10 more minutes. So, And then after that, when I was trying to get out, my telephone rang. Turn your phones off, guy. Telephone rang, got in the conversation, got all about it, and, and the trade went through. So basically what happened was... I let them know that the platform froze. You have to let them know when something is wrong. And then they told me what I needed to do. But what they told me that I needed to do was go out and reset. When you trade and you don't have that, I mean, time is of essence. So you don't have time to go out of the system and go back in. So maybe I was trading on my phone. I needed to probably been on my laptop or my computer. So that's one thing that I learned. And then the next thing that I learned was... When I put that put on and that call and I put one in a higher position and one in a lower position, I realized that it showed me that it can balance it out. So I have to go back and really study that trade to figure out. So sometimes, little princess, you have to do your own homework. And so when the trade was over with, I got paid 100% of the call and I got paid nothing for the put. So basically, I bought the put at $19 and I bought the call at um, $53 or $58. I can't quite remember. So I got all the money I had. So I lost nothing except that I lost the profit that I could have made. So I'm telling you this. That's just why I tell you to go play with it. You have to. It's called hands-on. You have to do hands-on when it comes to trading so that you can see. And there's a, there is a strategy called a vertical strategy. So with the vertical strategy, what you do is it could be a debit or a credit. So I have bought a call first, so I'm going to call this a debt. I'm going to call this a debit spread. A debit vertical spread because I have bought a call and then I went in and bought a put. And the call was higher than the put. So I should have gotten the difference between the two. When you're doing options in um, in the stock, you can buy a call and you can sell a put. So let's say that I had 100 shares of Apple. You have to have, it has to be 100 shares because in an option contract, there's 100 shares. So it's, let's say I had 100 shares of uh, Apple and I wanted to sell Apple. I could sell it. I can sell it. So what that means is I can put it on a market, on a uh, New York Stock Exchange market. And let's say that 100 shares of Apple is going at the whatever strike price I want. Say Apple right now is around at 110. So let's say I wanted to sell my option. Let's say that they were selling the option for... Uh, 100, 110, let's say. Okay, so I, I, I will get paid $1,110 for selling that. And if the, the if that option strike price is not hit within whether I bought a week option or two-week option or four 
week option. If it doesn't hit that strike price, that's money that I have in my account that I made. Okay, so that's what it's called about selling the option. In a vertical spread, you do you buy you buy you buy a financial instrument and then you sell a financial instrument. But I think that when you buy a put option and buy a call option, it is a similar spread. You just have to know where to put the where to put the numbers at. And so just so happened, I figured if I put the uh, if I put it up near the uh, top of the spread where I bought at the put, then when it goes all the way down to the bottom, I will get back. I will be in the money on the put but maybe out of the money on the call. Either way, I will get what I, I will get what I was supposed to get. I would have gotten more because I bought the put at $19, but I bought the, the call at 53 or 58. I'm not quite, I don't quite remember. So you subtract the 53 or the 58 from 100 and that's your profit. So when I subtract the 19 from 100, that would have been my profit because uh, with these on NetX, with these options, you're limited the amount of risk you have. So you can't lose any more money than what you paid for. But you can get a little bit more profit because it goes up to a 100%. So little princess and little prince, I hope you guys are practicing because I am. And I hope you're enjoying yourself because I am. Until next time, next time we will be talking about We will go back into Hero and get some more knowledge and information that we need. Spend time playing with it. Figure out what it is you want to do in currency or stocks, whichever one it is you want to do, and learn how to do it. Go for it. This is Oprah Trade at Little Princess Talk Time. Until next time, Little Princess, thank you.